0: So, at least once a week, Mel talks about part of her life where she lives somewhere she's never mentioned before. And the other day, we were having a conversation, Maybe I think it might have been around the World Cup soccer or something, and yeah. you were part of a group, and this is after our trivia, and then you just said, oh, I went to the World Cup in, was it Germany once? Yeah. <laughs> You've never mentioned that.
1: That's because I was going, oh, no one cares about soccer, why have we got-
0: Yeah, you are throwing soccer under, <laughs> and then had a soccer story, so- What was the context around you being there? Was this part of the same London journey you've talked about before or is this a separate trip together? Yeah,
1: it is the same London journey. So when I went over to London and I was living on a very prestigious man's farm that was basically run like we were in the dark ages where we had to do everything from scratch, I just felt like I was very much restricted there and given the fact that I was all the way over sees I should probably do something so I got a window of time off I can't remember I think it was only like a week or so and I just did a quick lot of research mm-hmm. on tours is basically you you better you better hurry up and pick something otherwise you can stay here and work <laughs> and so I was and I had no money because technically I wasn't working either mm. it was one of those things yeah and um. So, I looked up and I found Paddy Wagon Tours Mm. and I was just looking at what was going on at the time and Paddy Wagon Tours were, for the first time ever, running a tour and going to the World Cup and I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. We get to go to all the places because in my mind, and I also looked at the price difference between Kentucky and Paddy Wagon Tour and I was like, yeah, so like, paddy wagon tour is much more in my um my budget, yep. and the Kentucky stuff. Oh, I just heard all these things that I just thought it sounded like a bit of a wank fest. To be honest,
0: yeah, the Kentucky connotation.
1: Yeah, so basically, I signed up for this um, paddy wagon tour, and it started in. Ireland. So I flew because I thought I could have got picked up in London, but I was like, oh, nah, I may as well see as many things as I can. So I flew to Dublin and booked a place in this hostel and was trying to find this hostel, I remember, after I'd managed to navigate and got to this hostel where I met this guy there and I remember actually (laughs) he drove a um, limo for the mafia or something like that. And I found out that there was, there was a uh, – basically, I'd just, without realising because I didn't know the area, had booked into accommodation that was like in heavier, heavy mafia zone and uh, it was <laughs> one place where you shouldn't be walking around by yeah. yourself yeah. <laughs> as a as a little blonde female. So yeah. I – um became friends with this guy for a day because I'd gone there a day or two earlier. and we sort of went around in his limo for a bit and then the morning of when I needed to go on this paddy wagon tour we like I'd said goodbye and everything like that and went down to to the place where I was supposed to be and there was no one there there was no one there and I was looking around and I was like am I in the right place what's going on and the next minute like this (laughs) this guy sort of Rolls in very dishevelled, mm. and he goes, oh, "God, I can't do an Irish voice."
0: Don't try. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Basically, you can't understand him anyway. Yeah. And we we're in Northern Ireland,
0: oh, so yeah, okay.
1: next level accent, next level accent. And he he goes, "Oh, are you here for the the tour?" And I was like, "Yeah," and, he, and I said, "Oh, here are you?" I like, I don't know where anyone is or what's going on. He's like, "Oh, I'm your." driver <laughs> <laughs> and he goes oh it's actually just you and me you're the only, <laughs> you're, you're the only one you're the only one that's started so we've decided that i'll get second driver as one of my mates and we're going to pick up another one of my mates on the way
0: right
1: he goes yeah, everyone else we're picking up in london you're the only one that's coming from <laughs> from ireland so, oh god and so we <laughs> Connor, that was his name, Connor. So basically he's like, oh, I don't know why they've got us doing this. We've never even been over to Europe. (laughs) Usually we just do tours all around Ireland, obviously, paddy wagon tour. And so we had to wait. Like, so this is like an hour into when we were supposed to have left, hmm. waiting for the second driver to turn up. He <laughs> turned up very hungover and more dishevelled. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then we went and found the bus. So basically I'm now part of the crew.
0: <laughs> so you're on an exploration just to start the tour.
1: I And then we went and found the bus and then we had to do a detour to go and pick up his mate who was heavy, thick, accent Northern Ireland so the three of them talking together mm. was just next level
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and, and then so they were pretty comfortable with you know driving around Ireland but we had to go to get the ferry so we had to get to to Wales how long was that trip? I was with them for, like, nearly three days. I was
0: thinking it would take a while (laughs) while for a ferry.
1: It just, yeah, and we – one of the things I remember, though, about the ferry and going through Wales was that's the first place that I've ever been that had the best toilets in Wales. Like, they have an award system over there where people have gone over and, like, rated the bathrooms like Google ratings, like it's prestigious. Right. And they walked in and I was like, whoa, whoa, this is hectic. And there's all these, like as if you've done the Triple M, the border best yeah, yeah. best hairdresser on the border. <laughs> and it had like best toilet signs like everywhere. Yeah, it was wow. it was very impressive. <laughs> and then it was, oh, we better buy some maps because we don't know where we're going. <laughs> If you like us, like I like us, get on to punchingsideways.com, give us a bit of a likesy, have a bit of an exploration around, and maybe buy us a coffee. And then it was, oh, we better buy some maps because we don't know where we're going.
0: <laughs> so we're talking pre everyone having Google Maps on phones. Oh, probably. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I hadn't even that hadn't even come into fact. So basically, it's me. Three guys, and I became the navigator for the tour that I'd paid for. <laughs> and we were all, like, I just sat up the front with them. And the night before, we were supposed to be picking up the rest of the people. So, we're in London, and we stayed at this divy place, again, where they all had mates, and everyone got blind drunk, and it was just... So, the next morning, even, and I was a bit like, oh, we better sort of get going, because we've got, like, at least... 30 people to pick up now, like it's yep. not just us now, although this has been fun. Yes. We, better, <laughs> we, better, <laughs> we better get going. So I became navigator on my own tour a little bit and it was just Rafferty's rules. Oh, like every time we got to a place, the accommodation that was supposed to be happening wasn't happening. It was just <laughs> – and just navigating around and there was a couple pretty people – that I got a bit like hoity-toity about it. And I was sort of like, hey, we're on a paddy wagon tour. Like yep. if you wanted next level, you should have probably paid the extra and gone on Kentucky. Most of the group was real. I met, so there was a guy called Sydney from Darwin. So he was from Darwin <laughs> and he was Malaysian. Oh, <laughs> he's one of my favourite friends that I've, a Sydney tour, that was his name. He was the most Aussie person you've ever yeah. come across. <laughs> but second generation yeah. immigrant. It was, it was hectic. So, yeah, navigating through everything. We are on the bus and we'd been talking about how we were, we were in Paris now and talking about how it's really hectic that a big roundabout. Like, whatever we do, we don't want to get on to that because it's hectic. Anyway, the driver accidentally got on the thing so we had to get onto that roundabout. So there's a Ugh. roundabout in Paris and I can't remember what it's called, but basically it's about 10 lanes. Mm. And as soon as you're in it, your insurance cancels until you're out of it.
0: Okay. That's hectic. Yep.
1: And when you're in it, you have to give way to everyone else coming in. It's it's the most it's chaos and your insurance isn't covered when. And I'm uh-huh. thinking you really shouldn't be taking, you know, someone else's bus into this. It was very fun, but it was also like wow, this is that's one of my favorite memories of the thing is just that place. Yeah. But the level of the boys just not knowing where we we're going or what we were were doing mm. was just some people would get really annoyed and I was just on board with it. <laughs> we got to like Germany and the For the record, I didn't like France because of there was – I went and ordered a latte and one of the people in the cafe knew exactly what I asked for and I could see them going, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> we'll stitch her up and gave me a warm milk. Ugh. And ever from that moment, I was like, I want to learn French so I can go back. And when they start talking behind my back, just French them. And- <laughs> Friendship. It's just uh, the difference in the people and the that from like a Spain or something like that was next level. When we're in Germany, our World Cup accommodation. So the World Cup was happening in Munich. We didn't actually have tickets to go to any of the matches.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. That that's a that's a bit of a, a detail. That
1: was a <laughs> spatter in the um, If you can find one yourself, good. Otherwise like we're just in I there. was
0: gonna ask the question before you even started I'm well, like, how did you get last minute tickets to a whole uh,
1: we're just in the area vicinity. So we're in Munich and our accommodation though was actually like nearly two hours out of Munich at a campsite. <laughs> and when we're rolling, so that sort of made the prissy ones real cranky. They yeah. weren't, ha- weren't happy about that at all. So, Connor and me and the other two drivers, we were discussing about like what we could do to mitigate these circumstances. Mm. We turned up there, and apparently, you're supposed to have bought your own sleeping bags. And that was a, a thing that had been emailed through after I'd already left and was in Ireland, so I didn't know any of this at all. <laughs> and rather than being, like, decent, like, oh, yeah, sorry, we stuffed up, the boys were there at that point, when I say the boys, the drivers were at that point were just, like, melcon and fend for ourselves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's all right.
1: <laughs> I remember on the campground. <laughs> I ended up pulling apart a a um a canvas. <laughs> it's basically like Yeah, it was like a canvas storage system. I pulled all the shelves out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and slept in this bit of canvas. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's sort of like a um, bit like a swag and was like, and I remember people, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm MacGyvering. Yeah. Like, it was so cold. It was so cold. Like, yeah. there's no way you could like cope without anything. So, I was like, <laughs> literally in, I think they would call it like a larder, it's like the pantry. So, okay. the pantry version of, of a camping thing, it was all canvas and I just pulled all the shelves out <laughs> and like slept <laughs> <laughs> Slept in that. That was the first night. The second night, we met two English guys that were coming over. That had come over from Arsenal. Like, no, they were from Birmingham, but major Arsenal fans. Yep. And we, I sort of befriended them and ended up. I did sleep in the in his um sleeping bag the second <laughs> night. <laughs> Just, it was so much warmer as well. Yeah. And I remember, like, I didn't do anything um with him. And the guys were like, ooh, and I was like, I didn't do anything. And they were like, yeah, I know, he's following you around like a lost puppy. So clearly you didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, good, good. Because even back then, my, my uh, don't judge me on something I haven't done yes. mentality was, was definitely, <laughs> definitely there. So Munich, though, oh, it was hectic. So, we didn't go to the actual – like, obviously, to the World Some of the people that really liked soccer somehow found some some tickets. But we just went to this big area that was, like, the viewing areas that they'd set up all around. So, I suppose it would be, like, how they – at the Tennyson that they have it outside at Fed Square or whatever like that. So, there was bars everywhere. There was heaps of people around. And I remember – I was lined up at a bar, and everyone kept thinking I was Brazilian for some reason. I remember you South African, that the other South night. African. They kept thinking I was South African. So Brazilian's the wrong word. It's South African, right? So everyone because of
0: your accent must have
1: been, yeah. and and at the time I had darker hair too, so it wasn't blonde. I, yeah, I don't know. Everyone thought I was South African, and I was talking to this guy at one of the bars, and. This is the way I randomly turns out he went to school with my osteo here in Aubrey and they tra- they studied together and that was my connection there like all the way over in Munich and <laughs> I don't know how I got to that like what's your occupation oh yeah I've got an osteo in Aubrey like yeah. <laughs> it just but yeah so that was pretty cool and just the whole I was so impressed by the women carrying steins in the big beer halls. Yeah. That was next level. Like (laughs) I used to get impressed with myself when I was doing bar work and I'd get competitive of how many midis on handles I could carry. (laughs) Mini steins. Like Yeah, like handles. How many handles can you carry, Mel? And I'd get like, I think I got – Six in each hand. Once. Oh, wow, that's a lot. I, I was very like competitive. Yeah, I was thinking maybe yeah. three. Yes. Nah, 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 nah. Like it was, but then it was like a just yeah, righto, whatever. That's yeah, g- good.
0: Steins yeah. have enough size that
1: they're heavy without anything yeah, in them.
0: They are. They're massive. So to carry a couple of them.
1: Oh, there's like a leader. There's chi- there's a leader in a Stein, and the the chicks were carrying. Probably six of them in each hand. Holy moly. Like it was oh it was ridiculous. It was yeah. Anyway, the whole whole thing was just a bloody debacle. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll clearly and always remember having to having to MacGyver my own um, thing and pulling like basically dismantling, yeah, what they used to call a larder, which is the pantry. The pantry <laughs> so that I had some canvas to wrap around myself <laughs> at this campsite.
0: We might wind this one up. Thank you for the travel story. That was awesome. I love travel stories. If you are listening and you have a travel story and you can send us a short version of that, it doesn't have to be that you wrapped yourself up in a piece of canvas. I'm still you know, friends
1: could- with the guy who I um- – Slept in his sleeping bag with. (laughs) He messaged me the other day. (laughs) I I love the fact that you can keep these long-form connections. So, yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah, send us a message at Punching Sideways on all the places or go to PunchingSideways.com. Thank you, Mel. Bye-bye.
1: Leaders.